Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long week without you guys. It's been a very long week in between episodes, uh, our weekly episode of the Know Nothing Nerds podcast coming at you. I'm one half of the Know Nothing Nerds. Luke, joined as always by my bearded, my first time seeing him since COVID started, I'm realizing. Yo, yeah. Mr. Twitch. That's crazy to think about. That's how long it's been wild? since we've seen each other. Um, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. It's It's been since our last episode that we posted. Uh, which was last week. Which was last week. Uh, as you all know, last listening week, to just this. Just a week ago. <laughs> um, our weekly podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's been kind of crazy. Uh, this whole COVID shit kind of through us all through a loop like we thought we were going to have more time to be able to do things yes turns out we quite weren't because a lot of other priorities got had to be shifted so um yes. and then also I had a lot of personal stuff come up in my life that mm-hmm. had to take precedent over the podcast and same thing for you um we were we've talked about COVID came at a really shitty time for dude you. it did like isolated at home during like all of that for you i couldn't imagine well i That's tough, well here's man. the here's the thing like i've unfortunately i have been built as you could say uh as you're not exactly a stranger well stuff as like as the hulk said in Endgame, uh it's like i was kind of made for this um yeah. when he put on the gauntlet uh it, it, covid i was kind of made for this so like i yeah. can live in isolation um unfortunately uh the outside world not so much and uh my girlfriend happens to be on the outside world so that caused a lot of tension mm-hmm. over this time and uh really had to th- work things through and stuff but uh delise and i are both in a good spot right now we actually uh she just left on uh wednesday to head back to texas or thursday whatever the thursday, thursday. she had back to she went back to texas after we got to see each other for a little over uh a week and a half or almost two weeks i think or exactly yeah, two, two weeks. weeks so yeah so yeah, yeah. So how's uh, how's the job going for you uh, uh, in the Apple so world? So I haven't started yet. Okay, okay. Um, so I start on Monday, so okay. I've still got the weekend left. Uh, I am now like a normal weekend warrior kind of person. Yeah. I'm Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Ooh, nice, nice. Five, ultimately. But, um, so it's going to be nice and reliable for me right now. But I did like two weeks of my old role – uh, in the store okay because we opened back up and so i went yep. back in and i was doing some merchandising stuff and then they were like yeah we're gonna move you again uh so i'm being moved yet again to another role i'll be working full-time from home um moving out of covid and just in general mm-hmm. which is really nice actually um so i've got like my work computer is just right next to me here and so i get to slide from here which is like where i do my not bullshit stuff like <laughs> the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. Like and i just move over there and i i i actually do work um so that's been nice but it's been very like i've been doing a lot of relaxing yeah this week and oh last yeah because i haven't been doing a ton of, of work yeah. work so I've probably worked out of the last 14 days. I've probably worked like four of them. Yeah. So I, so it's been, yeah. Well, I'm jealous because I've been trying to do work, but unfortunately you'd think 
with the amount that everything has gone online, that it'd be easy to find a job doing stuff from home and stuff like that. But there is so many hurdles and obstacles in the way of somebody that has um, done most of their work either self-employed like I have for the past five years, six years now, yeah, yeah. or somebody that has not done uh, online work or call center work and stuff. Right. All the companies that I've looked up that I've been trying to get, see if I can get hired onto, the requirements are stupid for entry level jobs. They want you to have uh, at least six months to a year's worth of Mm-hmm. call center customer service experience or yeah. they want you to have a specific set of customer service experience even though all the jobs that I've had minus two uh, over all the years that I've been working have been in customer, customer service, service in some yeah. way yeah um, Lyft very much a customer service enterprise like Totally. Yeah, my main job is to get to the person from A to B safely, but like the other part of it There's is so much more. To yeah, that. is to yeah. give them experience that feel makes them feel comfortable, makes them feel yep. safe, uh, makes them feel like they enjoy the service, makes them want to use the service again. That's all customer service, and yeah. I can offer that in spades. But the fact that these work from home call center jobs all require you to have experience in call centers for six months to a year before they even look at your application is kind of horseshit. Like, yeah, I agree. So, and other, the other obstacle is the fact that like, they want you to have a fucking PC. I can't use my Mac. Oh yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? So like, even if I were to get a windows, uh, software set up on the Mac, just because I have a Mac, they're like, no, we can't work with you. No, can't do it. And yeah. it's like, are you yeah. kidding me? And the other thing that I found is funny is that um, that I understand they want you to have wired setup because they don't want you to have to worry about like recharging stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have a pseudo professional audio setup. I have a professional right. microphone. I have a professional yeah. preamp, professional headphones and everything, but those won't cut it. <laughs> it's like they want me to have like the typical headset and everything and then like the typical microsoft microphone and stuff it was like dude like the customer is going to be able to hear me better like they're going to hear me so well this they're gonna be like do you have a podcast every single person yeah yeah (laughs) you're like you're actually on the podcast right now i'm recording this not 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 for my supervisors or anything but no, just no, no, because no. I want to for post it for the world. <laughs> this this I'm doesn't going to the internet. This doesn't uh uh this doesn't get in the way of uh privacy or anything. Like no, this doesn't are you go kidding? against any of no. those things. Uh what's that? What's the medical one? Uh oh. The privacy thing that you have to sign. You, I don't know why I'm asking you because you've been to NDA? the doctors like twice. No, non disclosure agreement is for like they don't For want legal stuff. legal stuff. Well, yeah. this is a legal thing well, I, too. I'm having a Carson moment on a freaking legal document. Like how dumb is that? <laughs> back to the old, uh, back, back to the old. Um, I love having weekly podcasts. It's because people, you know, they don't lose touch with how yeah. you know, our humor works. <laughs> no one's forgotten about our shtick or anything like that. 
So, anyways, uh, let's move on to some nerdy things. So today's a rant episode. Yes. Yes. Um, But... So we don't usually discuss the topics beforehand. There are a few things that Twitch has said that he's been into, um, specifically Comic-Con, yep. that we were going to talk about. If I may, though, really quick. Do, do. I have been, since the surgery, I, I've been slowly rolling back into becoming a little bit more active again. And one of the ways I've been doing that is I've been taking uh, walks every single morning. Nice. I'll just go for like an hour or so, just go, go walk around. Try and keep like a... 15 to 16 minute mile so i'm like i'm i'm mall walking yep. like i'm speedy um and i've been listening to a ton of music except this is like one of the biggest reasons why i was so pumped to sit down today because i have been listening to our podcast <laughs> That's on right. our walks That's yes right yes and uh, they've it's been in, it's been so much fun yeah yeah, yeah. we're so good at this Twitch. yeah we're, we're so- totally fucking good at this yeah i did go back and listen at your request uh to the fargo episode and i do really enjoy that even though we went off on some weird ass tangents and stuff oh yeah um yeah uh like it just reminded me how good that season was uh on storytelling um yeah it definitely as far as storytelling like I loved the original season of Fargo, the very first one, because yeah. it told the original Fargo story in a different way. And while I I I love the movie more than that the the movies telling of that story uh, versus the TV series telling that story, there's aspects that are like just highlighted a little bit more, like the Billy Bob Thornton character is so good. Billy Bob plays that role so, so well. fucking immaculate. Well, yeah. um that I was like, ah, I kind of like him better than the movie version. Like uh, just a bit better because like I think I just really like spending time with him. And Billy Bob yeah. Thornton has a way of doing that. Like there's certain roles that Billy Bob has been in that I'm like, ah, I could take it take or it leave, or leave it. it. Like like his his like Dirty Santa Claus, or whatever yeah, yeah, he was. bad Santa, or bad, Santa. Uh, bad News Bears, and what was the other one that I was like not too keen on? Oh, his role in Armageddon, like that movie can just go to hell, like in general. Like, <laughs> there's aspects of it that I like, and I I get why people like it, but like overall, like there there was nothing really to that movie at all. But like his, his when he takes on a role and he really gives into that role. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty magical. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that third season storytelling so just good. knocked it out of the park. Like, mm-hmm. like we like I said, and we talked about this multiple times. Like that movie held on to its theme and really presented that theme every chance it could in a in very a good, 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 good way. And like yeah. sometimes it was very on the nose and hit you over the head, but like just the way that they told things um, but in such a good yeah, way yep yeah, so in such a good way yeah. yeah yeah so i've been going back listening to those i went way back and was like i listened to our first episode that we posted <laughs> um, yeah 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 i tried going back to the early ones and all i would do is just like cringe i'm just like oh god <laughs> did i really say that what are we yeah. talking about yeah i did so much of that like just just by default, yeah. I'd hear myself say something be like, 
God. And I'm sure it'll be the same way going back to listen to these. Oh, dude. Like, the yeah, 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 yeah. Today. Yep. Like, good, God damn it. Why did I say yep. that? But it's been very fun. I loved our Stranger Things one. Um, I, I went back and kind of skipped through. I didn't listen to all of them. But uh, our, our episodes of uh, Game of Thrones review for season <laughs> eight, when we do weekly episodes, what was so funny for me is like, I will blanket this by saying that I did still enjoy that season. Yes. And the further away I get, I still enjoyed it. But it's funny to go back and and watch or listen to those episodes and hear me like go from sweet summer child, like first two episodes of season yeah. eight, being like, "We're back, baby! Here we go!" <laughs> and then like season three, being like, "Oh!" And then season four, it just like yeah. continuously goes downhill. <laughs> I, I yeah. get so like disillusioned, dude. I as those episodes went on, I did go back to watch a few more, a few episodes from select seasons. Like I did go, I watched the Hard Home episode, mm-hmm. Battle of the Bastards, and great one. Uh, um, God, the one uh, where, uh, uh. Dude kills himself, jumps off the roof. Tommen kills Tom himself. Tommen kills himself. The bells. The bells. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I went yeah, back yeah. and watched that episode because, like, just that that opening, that opening is like one of that the greatest is, uh, openings of any TV series uh, I've yeah. ever watched. Um, I agree. But at, even though, like, I still love that opening. I don't really have any interest to go back and watch the whole thing start through to start to finish yet. I'm sure I will at yes. some point. Um, I'll come across somebody that has never seen it um, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, we should watch this together and dive into it. But as soon as we start getting to like the sixth season, the seventh season, I'll be like, it's gonna go downhill from here, real quick. Season six was really good, though. You have there to is admit. some really season good, five dragged good, its heels stuff. a little bit, but season six was so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Um, and then season seven was like, this feels like an action movie. Yep. Yeah. And then season eight, what the fuck? Yeah, shit the bed. It really yeah. shit the bed. And apparently, and I didn't know this, but apparently there was an interview that. Uh, D&D gave that they stated that they had no idea what they were doing cool. in the eighth season. And, Love hearing that. And they sh- they have no they have no understanding why George R. R. Martin entrusted them with Game of Thrones. They said that in an interview. Apparently, that's what they said in an interview. I, I, this wow. is this is secondhand uh, information yeah, yeah. that I'm getting from WhatCulture.com, their YouTube show. Um, but like it kind of shows it like they, the, the writing in season eight of game of Thrones, very much television style plot writing. Um, Hmm. and also they were so up their ass about trying to subvert the expectations of subverting the expectations. Like you could yeah, tell, it. and like, then they forgot how to do it. Yeah, like well, and, well, they were way. part of it was trying to like pull a fast one on the fans that have 
invested so much time and made these theories that are yeah. the theories are more plausible than the bullshit that actually ended up on screen. Like, and is some of them were actually really cool. Yeah, like some of the theories I remember. Uh, like the, even our uh, theory, the Branwell theory, our theory, <laughs> our, the brand. I'm I still ship the Branwell theory. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, I would have loved to see. That would have been how wild would that have been oh. if during the battle Win- battle for Winterfell, not even just so that we would be right, which is very important yeah. to me being right, but like just to see during the fight, everyone's fighting. They're like, "Where the fuck's the dragon?" And they were even doing this in the episode. Yeah. Where they're like, "Where's the Night King? He's not even here yeah. yet." And I was like, "Oh shit, he's he's flying straight over Winterfell. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. going right to the Citadel. Yeah. He's gonna burn that shit to yeah. the ground." Yeah. I was so headstrong yeah. for that. Well, and even the fact that, like, they even said it. Bran even said it. Like, he wants to wipe out the memory of man. Like, if How you're going to wipe that? out the By memory lit- of man, yes. literally wipe out their knowledge. Like, yeah, that's what you do. Like, right. oh, God, it was so, so disappointing. So disappointing. Yeah. Yep. That would have been fantastic. It would have been. If we had it would have been. But anyway, um, it's it is what it is, yep. man. Yep. And have you seen any like the the people who they're they like? I'd have to look one up, but they draw the excuse me. They draw the battle for Winterfell in similar light to other movies. Oh no no! So they're like, if the battle of Winterfell had ha- if 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 Dan and if the if Double D had written Harry Potter. It would have been like Hermione kills Voldemort at the beginning of the first movie, <laughs> like the, the the Deathly Hollows Part One. Like Hermione kills Voldemort with a knife stab move. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, and then like, uh, um, and then what's his name? I have to watch these movies again because it's been so long. Neville, like Neville, is the king of Hogwarts. Oh like he, yeah, 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 gets, yeah, yeah. It's like who has a better story than Neville the Broken? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> just choosing Dude, random when, fucking when, people. And... When when Tyrion uttered that line, "Who's got a better story than Bran?" Yeah. It was like. You're fucking You're like every kidding other me. person who was in this story. Do you, do you not like? <laughs> do you not know storytelling? Like, also like, <laughs> it's been picked apart, and we're a year and a half too yeah, late yeah, to be yeah, making yeah. fun of these things. But like, why are they letting Tyrion speak in the first? Dude, he place? proved to be a fucking idiot in the last two seasons oh my God. like he, but he's literally like he is a war prisoner yeah and he does he has the final say yeah. in what happened yeah yeah so messy yeah. so messy yeah uh, uh, anyway we'll put a lid on that for yeah. now i'm sure we'll yeah. circle back to it in every other yeah. episode that we yeah. record but you have been watching so uh, comic-con at home comic-con uh, i've only been in di- diving in a little bit saw a few of the interviews with some of the people, but the two ones that I really like watched all the way through was the new mutants panel and the, uh, boys, Amazon prime panel. Mm-hmm. Um, both, both had some really good things. Uh, oh, did uh they? okay. The, uh, I, I'll, I'll talk about the boys first, um, because I am super, super excited about the boys. You love, the I, boys I know that one. you're not a huge fan of it. Um, 
I, I don't have a ton of strong feelings toward it. I, I like it. The the main reason why I like it is because it is counter-programming to all the other superhero films yeah. and craze that's out there right now. Uh, it definitely shows that it, it gives a more humanistic nature to the heroes. Like, well, M- the MCU has done a pretty good job of actually giving a good character arc to this, the characters that are within it. Like there is no doubt about it that Tony Stark and uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America had a big arc going from the very first film all the way to end game. Yeah. Like the character arc is there. You can't deny it. They had, they used a lot of things that uh, gave us a complete story of all those characters and they exited when they needed to exit. Um, right. And it was great. Uh, that being said, it was character arc done in the way that is very surface level in some ways. Whereas mm-hmm. the boys really dives into like the psychology of the characters that you see. And it really gives them a human nature to it. And uh, the idea of being misunderstood or being alone. Um, And that's one of the reasons why I really like it. And then plus also it kind of shines a light on the villains because the boys are technically the villains, quote unquote, in like the regular world. Like the regular world sees them as the villains to the superheroes. But Mm -hmm. as us as viewers, we know that the boys are actually the true heroes of the story, like the, the protagonists of the story. And I, I like that idea. It's, it's definitely like you, it gives you a, a, uh, the other side of the story, uh, which sure. a lot of comic book movies, uh, it just movies and shows in general. Like they always show the villain as just a villain. Like they don't really dive into the character of them. They don't give them anything that really grounds them. And that's a problem that I have with a lot of uh, mainstream movies and stuff. Uh, and some of them that do get it right when they get it right. And they show that like there's a reason why the villain is doing what the villain is doing. Because any story, any great storyteller will tell you this. That the villain never thinks that they're the villain. The villain always right. thinks they're the hero of their story. They're right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when the boys are doing that it's it's just awesome because mm. both sides think they're the hero uh but we're meant to follow the 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 protagonist in that story but like we see everybody as human as their true human nature like even though they're super powered and stuff like that um but anyways the the panel was uh really good it had all the main characters um they actually spoiled quite a bit of stuff for what's oh. going to happen in the season. Shit. No okay. big, big uh, uh, things or anything like that. But they definitely sold, told us about some, what some of the characters are going to be dealing with in the season and what they're going to encounter. Um, there's definitely going to be a big blow up between uh, uh, Star... Oh my God, not Starbright. Oh man... He's he's whipping I'm, out Google. IMDb in it. Yep. Yep. Uh throwing the towel pretty early there. 
I think I think it's important to know when to admit defeat, Twitch. Yes, I know. No one no one you're entering in a Carson moment. Uh Starlight, there we go. Um Starlight and A Train. Uh Starlight had an opportunity at the end of the last season. Spoiler alert, uh, to destroy A Train. Uh and uh she decided not to, but A Train has got dirt on her. Um, oh shit about being kind of a, uh, it seems like a train knows that she is not one of the seven who is like the main superheroes. Like they're the justice league of this world. Um, and that she is actually working with the boys in some capacity. Um, and she's got to blackmail him because she knows that a train is not in tip top shape anymore. He can't run as, fast or continue his running as long as he used to uh because of drug uh, drug abuse um Ooh, okay so they did give away a little bit about that and that there's a big kind of uh spoiler situation or big explosive situation that's going to come from that that follows yeah. because of that um but cool. uh they did say and i'm excited about this uh it seems like they're going to uh pull less punches then they pulled less last season, which they very rarely pulled punches last season. Hmm. They, they really kind of like went for the shock and awe of like, yeah, you really put that on TV. Like, right. The first, one of the first scenes you see is, uh, how is talking with his girlfriend outside <laughs> and a train just is- blasts through her and she explodes and all Howie is doing is holding her disembodied hands, like her severed hands. Yeah. And he's covered in yeah. gore. Like, yeah. <laughs> they don't pull so punches me, on that show very that often. That was one of the first, that was the first scene that obviously I saw when yeah. I, when I watched the boys and I'm not like opposed to gore yeah, or anything like that. Like I, I love a good gore porn movie, things like that. Uh-huh. I just think it was the mindset that I was in going in that where I just really wasn't ready for that. Yeah. So that was the first and last scene of the boys <laughs> that I ever saw. That happened and I was like, oh, fuck this, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is not what I signed up yeah. for. Um, and then the other thing that was like another big shocking scene is uh, that came straight from the books was uh, in a scene Homelander was supposed to – Homelander and Maeve – were supposed to save this airline that was being hijacked or something like that. Mm -hmm. And something came about that they had to basically let the plane go down or risk being outed for something. And, uh, uh, Omlander with women and children and men on the plane, just let it crash, like let it go down. Um, and one of the things that they did pull, uh, that they didn't show that they definitely did not put in the show that was in the books was at one point Highlander goes above uh, the uh, goes to its hot building above the city and jerks off on the city. Um, Love that. They were initially going, it was written into a script into the script. Yeah. But Amazon was like, that might be a bridge too far uh, for us. Um, I remember hearing yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't the, did the actor not do that? No, I, I don't know if they... I, I know it was written, but I don't remember if it was actually shot gotcha. or not. 
Um, I think it may have been shot. It may I have been hearing some drama it about that, been. some controversial um, stuff. Where because a lot of the hardcore fans of the books were really kind of hoping for that because it kind of just like the, the because like one of the things that they love about that that comic book uh, is about how far the writer is willing to go. Um, yeah. How yeah, yeah. how much is he's willing to push the line? Um, but they ultimately decided not to, which I totally understand why not. Sure. Um, but they also like, they, they clearly show, um, scenes of, uh, sexual assault rape that happens within the first episode. Um, they're very open about it. Uh, yeah. and, um, the next season, they're definitely going to be going into a lot of controversial subjects. They're going to be in dealing with white nationalism. They're going to be dealing mm. with police brutality. They're going to be dealing with all, pretty much all the shit that we're dealing with right now, minus COVID. Um, <laughs> and maybe even yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, a lot of cool news with that. They also did announce that they're going to go into, they've already been picked up for a third season, even Jesus, though they okay. haven't released season two yet. But Mm -hmm. it's coming September 4th. I was hoping it was going to be earlier than that. I was hoping for early August release of The Boys. But you can wait another month. I can wait another month. So that'll be fine. Um, Um, So that's cool. And then we got some news for uh, for New Mutants. For New Mutants. Which I think is very laughable. Yes. Here, uh, I don't know anything about this. Yep. I'm just going to say blanket statement, okay? Yep. They maybe teased one or two things. The panel said a few things alluding to the story, but didn't really give a ton away. Correct. And then they pushed the release date back again. Correct. Hey! <laughs> uh, they did push the release date back, but not as far as they have been doing in the past. Because Oh, okay. So at least they... Because... <laughs> that's not... You can't... You can't at least that, Twitch. Well, you cannot at least that. At least they're murdering less puppies than they used to be. <laughs> they're still murdering puppies, Twitch. <laughs> so true so true uh now am i saying that the release of a movie is worse than the murder of dogs absolutely <laughs> just making sure we're just just make sure here. we're okay. clear on that uh so so, so add animal uh, cruelty to the list of the stuff <laughs> that we are controversial about. i'm glad i'm editing this episode maybe i'll bleep that part out <laughs> um so yeah, the the big takeaways from it is that yes, they pushed it back. It's coming out August twenty eighth. They still haven't said whether it's going to be uh, released the way that they've been releasing stuff currently, mm-hmm. where it's released in theaters, or the plan is to release it in theaters and then also do VOD, uh, like a lot of stuff that was done in the early days of COVID. Um, sure, but. It seems like we don't know that yet. I'm really hoping that it's one of those situations where they do release it in theaters on August 28th, but they also have theater at home version for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't go to the theater. You won't be. Able I won't to be go, able to go yeah. until COVID's got a vaccine. Um, and I don't want to wait any fucking longer for this movie. For that, guy I've been waiting movie. four years now for it. If three or four years. For this Here's my to promise out? to you. Here's my promise to yeah. you. If the Alamo's open uh-huh. on August 28th, yeah. which I I need that fucking place to open yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Alamo's open on 
the 28th of August, I will go see the movie and I'll, I'll FaceTime you during it. <laughs> and then you'll be able to see. That movie's going to suck, Twitch. I, that okay, movie is okay, going to okay, suck. Okay. Here's, here's what I will say. I still want to see this movie. I yeah. have, I am pretty, after some of the the new trailer stuff that I saw and then also some of the footage that they did release, I I had my I had my doubts of it being a pretty good movie from the early start. Now mm-hmm. those those are being a little bit more confirmed from what I saw. Um, they did show us the opening two minutes of it, and the opening two minutes of the film. First off, spoiler alert! Sorry, people out there, I'm going to ruin the opening two minutes for you. First, they start off with voiceover. That's already a yes. checkmark against Is it, it Maisie Williams doing the voice? No, 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 no. It's uh, Blue okay. uh, Blue Hunt. Um, sure. And uh, she plays Mirage. What's her... Uh, she's the main character. Well, she's being toted in the trailer as the main character. As the main character. As the main character. Okay. Um, and I, I already have a theory of what's going on about the whole thing, like why they're in the psych ward, uh, why, why everything's going like a horror show, just theory crafting, theory crafting. And that's because of Mirage, because Mirage can take your worst nightmares and make them. That's right. I remember her from, uh, from old man Logan comics, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, she wasn't an old man Logan. You might've read her somewhere else. Oh, you're thinking Emma Frost, the white, the White Queen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Never mind, never mind. She can project things, but it's yeah, just a projection. Not quite. Um, Mirage can actually make these things, like, tangible. Damn, okay. So, um, so I think all the freaky stuff that's happening in the psych ward is all emanating from her. Um, but uh, they, the way that that first two minutes was shot really feels like a uh, home release versus an actual theatrical film. Sure. Just kind of the feel to it. Um, Definitely has uh, the beginnings of horror elements in it and stuff. That's good. But then more of the footage that you see later on in the movie that are scenes taking place later on in the movie feel very teen movie-esque in a way. Ah. Um, and I don't know. This rated R, right? No, it's PG-13. Um, it is? Yeah, it's PG-13. Um, and I, I'm a little, that makes me even more nervous uh, yeah. about its, yeah. its possibility of being a legitimately uh-huh. like, Good movie. The one, the one thing that the two things I will say that I am excited to see is how that they, they, how they do handle the horror elements in it and stuff. Because love it or hate it, that first trailer that they dropped, fucking phenomenal. Like it was so good. It's so good. I it, was so excited hits, for that. It hits all the horror elements as far as the trailer is concerned. Yep. Exceedingly well. Um, yep. so I really, I do have some confidence in the way that they're going to handle 
some of the horror elements. And then also the fact that they are, it seems as if they're basing it off of, well, in fact, I know that because the director did talk about it is that they're basing it off of some of the nightmare on Elm street stuff, uh, specifically the dream warriors movie, um, which is where the, the teenagers fight back against Freddie essentially using his world against him essentially. That's fine. Um, and I do like that aspect kind of a cheesy ass movie, but like it's fun for, uh, for a nightmare on Elm street movie. Right. Uh, the other thing that I like is the is the cast that they got in there. Um, well, mostly Maisie Williams. Maisie, they could make Maisie Williams every character in that yeah. movie, and I would immediately say I'm excited. And, and yeah, it's an it's an automatic ten out of ten. Yep. Um, I am excited to see uh, John from Str- John John from Stranger Things. John, yeah, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Wheeler from, uh, from Stranger Things. Uh, I'm excited to see him playing uh, Sam Gunthry, uh, who is Cannonball in the books. Uh, he kind of has that look. Like I just, he doesn't look like Cannonball, but he kind of has that Cannonball. Like he just Get looks like feel. he could make that character pop. Uh, and there's one that we're missing here, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about her. Like I do like her. Oh, really? I like her in everything she's done. Like I, I loved her in Split. Um, yeah. I, I didn't see, uh, uh, Anna, Anna, was that, am I right? The Jane Austen book movie oh, that she uh, did, uh, Emma, Emma. Um, I didn't see that, but I really want to see fantastic that uh, in Emma. because she just got great timing, but the way that she was portrayed in some of the scenes and the, the footage that I've seen in the trailers and stuff. Yeah. It seems like she could be kind of phoning it in a little bit, but I oh, okay. could be wrong. Uh, it's just kind of a weird. Do you think? Do you think she feels too big for this role? I don't know, but it's it's kind of weird to explain. Uh, but because she comes off as in the scenes that I've seen and then the trailers. She comes off as the person that is the most sure about who they are as a character. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes against all the other characters kind of like over overplays their importance. Like she's she's too big for the other characters in sure. in, the, in the movie type thing. I'm not saying that she believes that as an actor or anything like that, but in the scenes that I saw, she does kind of have a, I'm so sure about myself. None of this matters. And yeah. you guys are a joke because you haven't figured out who you are yet type thing. So maybe it's more of the character just kind of being pompous than it is the actor. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So sure. I'm a little nervous about that side of things, but would you say you're cautiously optimistic for this film? Uh, or would you say you're just cautious about I'm this I'm just film? cautious about this. I just want to see sure. it because I want to see it now. Um, you, the, you've just been waiting for it for so long. I, Where are your expectations at? My expectations are pretty low for it being okay. like... Uh, I, I have more hopes that it's better than the main X-Men films, but, but not by much. Sure. Not by much at all. Um, 
it's not going to be the level of Deadpool or Logan, um, but right. it's it's definitely going to beat out X Men Last Stand, The Dark Phoenix, uh, and uh, most likely anything you put in front of it will beat out uh, the Wolverine Origins film. So I was going to say my uh, I think my camera roll, what's in my phone, beats <laughs> Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Any day of the week. Um, uh, but yeah. so can you explain this to me? So the new mutants chronologically, are these the kids in old man Logan? No, 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 no not no, old no, man no. Logan. Are these the kids in, in Logan, the movie no. that he drops no, off no, at the no, place no, no, at the no. end of the movie? Okay. No, no, no. Uh, these characters are, I don't know how they were going to work them into the main X-Men franchise. Um, but I think that this was kind of the, how Deadpool played to the side of the X-Men movies. New Mutants plays to the side of Deadpool and the X-Men movies and Wolverine movies. So, so it's a very, it's a very distant cousin. It's a very distant of... cousin. Somehow they're going to probably try to work it into the timeline somehow. Uh, but I don't think that it was anything that was initially supposed to like fit into like the main timeline specifically due to the fact that the, uh, new X-Men trilogy, the first class through dark Phoenix was so oddly timed. Like every, Mm. every new film was a new decade. So they started in the sixties. They went to the 70s, they went to the 80s, they went to the 90s. But none of the characters aged. Because <laughs> why would they? They're mutants. The only one that gets a pass on that is Wolverine, or the only two, is Wolverine and Mystique. Because they just don't Mystique age. Mystique can be whatever Mystique she wants. can be whatever she and, wants. And Wolverine yeah. doesn't age very fast yeah. at all. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, uh, are you going to continue watching? What else is supposed to be happening for Comic Con this year? Uh, is Conan doing something? I don't. If Conan's know. doing something, I'm going to watch. I don't know. Uh, today or tomorrow is the last day uh, for Comic Con at home. Uh, they've had a lot of people. Uh, a lot. Marvel's not doing anything as far as Marvel Studios is concerned. They pulled out they're, of it. They, they're taking a big break. They are. Um, part of it is because they really don't have anything that they, they don't can have anything announce. They to give us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They could give us some like uh, teasers of WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but not really necessary. Uh, they usually hold uh, Comic-Con Hall H uh, announcements for when they're doing something really big, when they're yeah. announcing the yeah. new next to the uh, new part of the phase, or if they've confirmed who's going to play in what film and certainly like that. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm on E Online right now, yep. the most reputable website uh, in the possible, probably in the entire world, uh, and it's breaking down the bigger announcements of Comic Con so far. So we've got The Walking Dead, World Beyond, Grown. Yep. Lovecraft Country. I'm actually kind of excited to hear about that. Yeah. I'll never watch it, but I'm excited to see anything about it. New Mutants. His Dark Material Season 2 gets a trailer. Oh, okay. 
Bill and Ted face the music. I already uh, saw one of those trailers that eh, I, I, I saw the trailer. He's just having fun. Yeah, I, I have zero interest. I love the original two movies, but I have zero interest in this third one. Uh, and then Utopia, which is a new show on Amazon Prime. So it's kind of a flat Comic-Con, but it looks like they're just working with what they have. Yeah, there was just not too much that they could really Yeah, and that's not in. on them. That's um, not their fault. No. Um, Amazon did have a lot of stuff that was going on. Uh, like you said, Utopia w- had a panel. Um, yeah. They had a panel for Upload, which was surprisingly a good show on Amazon. That's what I heard. Um, it definitely started out very wonky, uh, but the more you got into it, it, it started to have deeper levels. The better it got. Um, it's very similar in the vein of not as far as like... <clears throat> like the same same thing but it's got a lot of similarities to the good place it deals with life after death it deals oh, with sure, sure, sure. philosophical issues uh this one goes more into uh uh social issues versus okay. philosophical issues where yeah. the good place was very a phil- very philosophical spiritual uh based show whereas upload is very dealing with social economic uh barriers and stuff like that yeah Um, yeah yeah and uh equity and stuff like that uh but they both really have great humor i would say the good place definitely the better of the two shows but the humor is still there in upload and then also the marrying drama with a half hour comedy is pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. the good place did a really good job with that, um, and also doing good story arcs uh, and kind of getting out of the typical, typical sitcom half hour comedy realm where like the entire story is wrapped up in one episode. Um, yeah. So it has a whole mythos for the entire s- s- story or the entire series and then the series as a whole. So I like that. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, that's that's all I could find. Yep. It doesn't look like there's a ton. No, and then they had some of the um, other panels with a lot of comic book artists, <coughs> um, and uh, dealing a lot. Uh, it did seem like they were dealing a lot with uh, uh, social justice issues, which Comic Con has yeah. done in the past. Like they they weren't so great at it in the beginning, but now that they're they're doing it more to kind of show representation for show different some, things show some support um they definitely did a big panel on lgbtqa uh in the arts uh and also uh 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 women uh being spotlighted uh in uh the comic book world and stuff like that which still like in the comic book world like men definitely outweigh the amount of women that are out there but it's yeah. not to say that women aren't doing just groundbreaking beautiful awesome work in the industry yeah so. yeah and we are slowly starting to see that kind of pump into hollywood a yep, little bit yeah um the last thing i'll say about new mutants is i just went on to the youtube channel and looked at the clip the uh the the trailer that dropped yeah i was anticipating a lot of dislikes and i was uh i was surprised yeah it's got a very so it's got 10,000 yeah. likes and only 200 dislikes. Well, and here's something. So people are people are pretty excited. Well, here's uh, the, I I hope people don't hear me wrong 
when oh, I talk oh, about Twitch, this. it's us. They're going to hear you wrong. Probably. Um, <laughs> do you know kind of the core story element that's a part of this movie? Do you know? I don't. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 so here's, here's what I know about the new mutants. Okay. Uh, I know that there's like a face that like presses up into the wall yes, in that one yes, scene. Yep. And they make a loud screaming noise. I know that Maisie Williams is in it, and I think that's perfect. Yep. Um, I know it's got like horror elements in it. I know Maisie Williams is in it, so it's gonna be perfect. Yep. I know that they have superpowers and that they're mutants. I know that Maisie Williams is in it, so yep. it's gonna be perfect. And I know that Maisie Williams is in it, so it should be perfect. <laughs> Uh, one of the big story elements, and uh, this is kind of a big step. I, I this is a big step in a in a good direction, but I think okay. it's a little bit. It may be a little bit forced due to the political socio uh, climate mm-hmm. that we are in. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the main story points in it is that uh, it deals with. Uh, uh, homosexuality. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, they kind of gave it away pretty quickly. I didn't know this for a long time, uh, but they really gave it away quickly that uh, Maisie William, who plays Rain Sinclair, Will Spain, and uh, Blue Hunt, who plays Danielle Moonstar, Mirage, uh, yeah. are lesbians. They're love interests. They are be- they love interests or are they just gay? They're love interests. Um, okay. And lesbians i'm assuming uh it's gonna come out yeah uh which uh kind of fits i i don't know his i i believe it's in the books but uh uh and i don't know if this is historically accurate to uh the books because i don't know the wolfsbane character as much as other x-men characters um yeah but uh uh Maisie williams character wolfsbane rain definitely comes from a uh life that is definitely uh she's kind of a shunned person because yeah. she's a wolf yeah, yeah. she's a wolf right um and she's got a lot of shame uh from being that so that's kind of allegory of being somebody that is trying to come out there's a lot of shame like in closeted, that a closeted yeah, person yeah, yeah totally so it fits in with the character so i that's one of the reasons why i'm like i'm I'm more okay with them handling it this sure. way, but it definitely feels like a, uh, uh, by putting a lot in the story on that feels like it's very, these are the times we're in. So we're going to push this as mm-hmm. a thing, um, which I don't really have an issue with and stuff as long as they do it justice. Um, and don't just do it as checking the box type thing. Sure. Um, For me, so I've my mindset's changing on that a little bit, Twitch. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to know what you think about this uh, because these are thoughts that I've only mostly recently been happening, having, especially in the entertainment world. Yeah. And we don't need to get we we try very hard to avoid political stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. For like humor based on yes, the show, so yeah. we don't need to take a deep dive into this. But like, I don't mind if you're just checking the box. For the sake of diversity, if it means in the future there's going to be more diversity, correct, correct. Like, I think if you can normalize diversity, like do that. However, yeah, you have to I do agree. That. That's yes, like if I it, agree if with it, that. If, yep. if, if this leads to just more gay characters and that helps the story, yes, 
then that's great. But for the time being, I'm like, I'll take what we can yeah. get. I'll take diversity where it comes. That's kind of been my my switch on it. And, and I, like, I, I'm about that. It just it kills me as a storyteller. Mm-hmm. So you just check the box for the sake of that checking it, it, it a doesn't box. serve a, it. It doesn't serve a purpose yeah. of the story. It's like it's like it's like when J.K. Rowling goes on her tangents yeah. and says that like Dumbledore's gay and everything. But like then that. she like, shoots how herself is that in changing the foot? my yeah. But then she shoots herself in the foot um, by being a total bitch. But yeah, um, I don't like I I also see that side of it where it's like this doesn't serve the story yep. for me and it yep. doesn't change anything. Yep. So like you don't need to tell me these things. Yep. You don't need to tell me that he's straight. Yeah. You don't need to tell yeah. me that he's gay. Yep. Like it because it doesn't affect my view on Dumbledore, but yep. I still do. I still I still believe very much so that yep. like I'll take diversity where whatever it comes yeah. in if it leads to yep. a better diverse roles in the future. So yeah, um, and I think uh, that there are there there are shows there are movies that are doing the diversity without hitting you over the head or checking the box. Euphoria. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Holy yeah. Well, shit! Euphoria. Here, uh, the good place. They did it. They have a very oh, diverse. Car- uh, it's, oh yeah. Instead of having like yeah, the leads, the two main people of the show are white, but yeah. the cast is very diverse in general. Uh, you, um, you have a sp- uh, Asian. You have a uh, black man. You have an Indian woman. Um, who are very strong and like hmm. they're not they're not these and their their problems characters. aren't stereotypical they're not stereotypical like yeah that. exactly yeah, yeah. so uh, like they did it good they did it right like there was some areas where they faltered and stuff but like but overall yeah. um but yeah I, I yeah you need to watch Euphoria yeah Twitch. you really do well I lost it... my HBO so I gotta I gotta oh you okay I mean. Uh, you Use should something pay for else. That subscription yeah, yeah, service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you should do. There are all, Twitch. There are alternative ways to not having your HBO. Let me tell you about how you could pay for HBO after this uh, episode of the podcast, which is sponsored by HBO. By the Yay! way, sign up now. HBO forward slash uh, No Nothing Nerds to get free HBO for life, baby. <laughs> Woo! HBO is very generous. They are so generous. generous. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're you making and up for else, they're making up for Game of Thrones fuck up. So still, they're like, here we'll give the biggest podcast in the world, the Know Nothing Nerds podcast, <laughs> we'll give their platform free HBO for the entire life. So thank you to to HBO for that. Uh, that's very sweet of you. So, but no, if you haven't seen Euphoria, you really yeah. need to. Yeah, it was one of those shows that like I watched the first episode and was like, love this. And then it just fucking proceeds yep. to kill you. Yep. Every episode is yep. so good. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Did you have anything else? No, that was the big things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's other stuff that we could talk about in the future. Uh, the one good thing about the COVID stuff that's going on yeah. is that um, even though productions have been halted on some things um there is a lot of big things coming for nerd culture uh over the next couple of years and stuff like that yeah um yeah. and there's stuff that got released ahead of time uh that is really good that uh 
would have definitely it should have been in theaters but overall like it had they, a, did, what they, they did what they could and i yeah. think that potentially more people got access to access to it um yeah. than uh previously would have access so you know what i'm really excited for uh the video game industry and animated film industry yeah animated film and tv because those are two things that you can do a lot of those work yep like production hasn't necessarily halted for those two no 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 things where it's like uh game studios have moved everyone home and they're working on games and uh uh the parent company for rockstar which is i don't remember but parent company for rockstar games has announced that the year 2021 to 2022 they're gonna release something around like 500 games under their holy under their platform yeah and like everyone's like that's going to be the next grand theft auto there could be another ah! red dead like there are so many like big titles that are coming yeah. in this year too cyberpunk 2077 being one of the ones that i'm most excited for just because of uh some some shit going on in my life like i'm about to be a lot more busy i'm not going to have time to play these games yep. but i'm very excited to like watch them and and hear about yeah, yeah, them yeah 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 and um and just kind of collect my own thoughts about it. But Cyberpunk looks fantastic. Yep. But yeah, it's going to it's going to be a good follow-up year. And hopefully creators right now who are making film are taking this time to slow down production and to slow down their scripts yep. and make sure they're a little more rock solid so that the stories that come off the yes. heels of COVID yeah. can be told very well. That's the hope. Um and the reality of it is probably going to be Oh hey, we can do things again. Let's rush out 150 yeah. projects. You have a week to make this. Yeah, go. yeah. Well, I I think that just to get on a little side tangent, just before we cut out and stuff like that, um, there are things that I know for a fact, just because of how filmmaking works, um, that are going to change drastically the way that they do things in the future as far as storytelling wise go and about planning things. The pre-production phase of a film is one of the most important elements of filmmaking because Mm -hmm. that's how you plan out everything that you need to do. You plan out for uh, worst case scenarios um, and you make sure that you have everything that you need uh, and that's, uh, you know, the shots that you're going to take and stuff like that now. So more than ever, there is going to be more, uh, more pressure or more spotlight put on the pre-production side of things because now for, for at least the foreseeable future productions have to work on a limited capacity. They can't have these crews of right. hundreds of people walking around in these enclosed mm. spaces all the time. So more planning has to go into exactly what they need. Yeah. So I, I only take that as a plus that they're going to have to plan out all the shots ahead of time and know exactly where the story is going to go mm-hmm. and know what is going to work ahead of time and what's not going to work. So that yeah. they actually have to have a very tight, tight story to tell so that they don't fuck around and end up losing a lot of money. So, which I also think is going to be great because it's potential for uh, the 
industry to really utilize that money for these big budget films in a better way in a much better much way because it's gonna you to your point yeah, yeah. so much forward thinking is gonna have to go yeah. into those that yeah so there's not gonna be a whole lot of room for like mistakes with yes. that like yeah so yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be looking forward to it, but I also do fear that like vaccine comes out with God's grace, you know, early twenty twenty one and then everyone's like, Okay, it's gone now. Yeah. Like let's go make a hundred and thirty movies. Well and, and here's here's months. the other thing. The other thing that could be cool from it too is that because people will be forced to work with a smaller group a smaller crew and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. that maybe the size of these films like i like a good blockbuster every once in a while like uh i don't know if you saw it but the old guard even though very predictable movie uh it was fun it was a fun movie it was fun i knew exactly what was going to happen every step of the way but it was a fun movie Um, i enjoyed it but it was a it had some very big actiony type things and stuff like that Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i think that uh, but a lot of these big budget Hollywood movies that are supposed to be these big blocks blockbusters are going to be, have to be pared down a little bit and they're going to mm. have to elevate the story, the true story yeah. elements to really yeah. sell that movie. And I think totally. that that's going to be magic. That'll be, fun. That'll be really fun to see. Yeah, I agree. Yep. That'll be very fun to see. Yep. So, um, so here's to the future, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's it for this week's yeah, episode. Yeah, it is. Uh, just quick plugs. Go follow us on Facebook, KN Nerds, or Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. Uh, Instagram at Know Nothing Nerds. I believe that's what we're called on Instagram. Yep. Uh, tweet us at KN Nerds or email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. Tell your friends about us. Share our podcast. We're on Spotify. That's where I've been doing all my listening to our shows yes. is on Spotify. The... Uh, the superior dominion of music and podcasting. <laughs> I still come use, at me, Apple Podcasts. Come at me. I still use Napster for all my music. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old, old guy. I'm old. I'm old. I'm ancient. Shout out to shout out to Justin Timberlake for creating <laughs> Napster. Um. Yeah, so go, go share us. Get us famous. Uh, and I don't we'll, – we'll see you guys very soon is yes. what I will say. Um, we don't uh, know – we should – We're going to try and do a subject, an actual topic next time. Um, yep. We don't know exactly what it is. We do have a couple of things that are uh, that are kind of in the tank that we do want to talk about, um, but we are not sure what the next one is going to be. Uh, it's all in the right so, timing, yep. and and I think what Twitch and I have learned is like if we commit to something overwhelming, it's a little easier right now to just not do it. Yep. Um, and so I think we're gonna we're gonna be a little purposely vague of being like we don't know what we're coming at with next time. We'll see you soon. Yep. Things like that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully get used to hearing that in our vocabulary, uh, and that way I don't have to feel like I'm disappointing you guys. Yeah. When we <laughs> miss a whole entire month or like four months. So. All right. So once again, we'll see you guys very soon. And that's all we got. Bye. Bye.